Welcome to Sharon Feelings. My name is Chris Sharon. Hey everyone, and thanks for being here. And if you've listened in the past, welcome back. Today we have a friend of mine from childhood, someone I haven't spoken to in many years. He's a music talent manager and special events coordinator and just about the most optimistic guy you'll ever meet. Joining me as he walks through Los Angeles, yes, it can be done. <laughs> Welcome everyone, Mr. Tim James. Tim shares his story from working as a busboy to building his own business in the music world, finding a passion in not only discovering new talent, but tirelessly offering his time and attention to anyone in need. Tim's powerful optimism and love of all people is summed up simply when he says, I want everybody to win. In the conversation, Tim reveals his innermost demons bringing to light a question of how long we can be in a downward spiral before we face the truth. Ultimately, Tim is a work in progress, like all of us, but he's also an example of the resiliency of the human spirit and a reminder that no matter how hard we try to change, it can't happen all at once. Only one choice at a time, one day at a time, one minute at a time if that's what it takes. And maybe it feels like whatever stands in your way is immovable, like you can't beat it but you can replace it. You look great, by the way. Yo, so do you, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Good to know we aged well. We aged well. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah, we were like, uh, awkward and lanky and weird looking in high school. All of a sudden, we turned in and he's like, beautiful snacks. Hors d'oeuvres at every party. <laughs> I can hear you fine. Yeah, there's like a little bit of like I think just traffic in the background, but I don't think it's gonna be an issue. Like if you're cool to to walk, then that's cool. Oh, this would be ideal. Oh, honestly, beautiful. Beautiful. Talk, man. Okay, I, I love like, that. I like, I like to walk the city and just like get it flowing, get it flowing. Know? Yeah, literally. <laughs> like I wouldn't have it any other way right now, honestly. I love that because you know I always have this perception that in LA you don't really get the chance to walk around quite as much as you would in like New York, but you're proving me wrong right in this moment. No, I, I walk everywhere. Where I live is like between downtown and Hollywood. Okay. So a lot of times, depending on how brave I'm feeling, I'll walk. Wow. I'll walk downtown. It's about a three-mile walk, maybe three, four miles. And along the way, dude, I'll just find little things or little shops, grab a bite to eat, you know, just explore. It's like, Get out of town. I mean, I, I love cities like that. That's, that's the best way to know a city, I feel like. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, no, I... I moved back to New York in September and I'm down in the village and I walk everywhere. Like I don't even want to go on the train. Like I just want to, I'll, I'll get, I'll like get up an hour early just to make the walk to wherever I'm going. You know what oh, I mean? I love that. Chris, I love that. Literally. It's like, I'll, if I get, even if I, like if I get to the bus stop or the train early, I'll, I'll walk to the next stop. It's fine. It's fine. And I'm early. I'll just walk to the next one. It'll catch me. <laughs> Dude, I am absolutely loving your energy right now. I feel like a bum because I'm like barely awake and you're like, it's like 6 a.m. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, as long as you know me, I have always been this way, especially first thing in the morning. Yeah. I've always been bubbling. Did not matter first. I was always like this. I'm a morning person. I'm not a late night kind of guy. So by like probably 10 o'clock or so it's lights out for me wow dude i i absolutely love that yeah i like i never had like a partying phase in my life really like i was always like 
it gets to be about 10 o'clock and I'm like ready to just chill. Like maybe a movie, throw it on. Like I'm, I'm chill with that. Like if you guys want to hang out, we can all watch it together. But <laughs> I was like, you know, I did some contracts with, and like the more contracts I did, the more younger people were doing them. You know what I mean? Like early twenties, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, whoa, you guys are going out at 10 o'clock. I don't know about that or getting ready at 10 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, absolutely. Absolutely not. I agree. I mean, it, it happens kind of quick, especially when, you, when you're so focused on making things happen for yourself. If like you're able to get to a point where, you know, people respect you or people look up to you for, for the work that you've put in. And that's, I think that's the beautiful part about it. You never experience that kind of like, no, you have to come out with us. It's like, no, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> you're right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's this idea of like I'm going to miss out on something spectacular. And like I think every moment with friends is great. Like there's always something to take away. Like you'll always have memories and stuff like that, but I think that we create this idea in our head that like the one time I don't go out is going to be when everything magical happens. It's like, nah. Yeah, that's FOMO. <laughs> that's <yeah. laughs> never happened yet for me. I don't know. I've never seen anything yeah most definitely because because everybody knows that when we're there that's when the party really is happening so nothing's exactly. gonna <laughs> exactly <laughs> wow tim dude i just like i don't even i've had some people that you know on the show that i haven't like spoken to in a little bit or maybe it's been like a year or something like that or whatever but I don't even know when we spoke glass, man. I am just so happy you're you're in my life again. Likewise, like it had to, it would have been like graduation. Yeah, I don't think I there think... was a time you and I didn't really talk like any time we saw each other. You know, was, uh, yeah. But afterwards, you know, everybody from our grade, I think our age, really did their own thing. I think it was like, oh, it was an idea. Like it was like social media's first impact. Like the first generation, <laughs> we all got there and figured we'd all stay connected anyway. So there was very few of us going, oh, like, we're going to go to Penn State together. Oh, we're going to go to, like, Westchester together. We're going to go to Carnegie Mellon. Like, didn't really happen for us. So it was a little yeah. different. But, you know, irregardless, it was for a reason. Like, you're, you know, you're hype out and you're right. I'm hype out in my right. Like, yeah. we didn't really. Yeah, and then we're back. Now we're like, yeah, now we can chill. Like, now we can go out. <laughs> I feel like as 30 approaches, like, I'm, like, I'm in my renaissance right now, bro. Like, I am, I'm being reborn. Like, my life is yes. beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, all the years, everything, all the time, all the experience is, you know, culminated up to this point right now, where you can actually put it into practice. This is, I mean, it's just a great feeling for me. Wow, dude. I can only imagine how it feels for you. It's like, yeah, it's phenomenal. Once you really just kind of stay down, and they survive for so long, you know, and you, and you, you really don't realize how much you're learning, how much experience you're getting from all the time and the work, the effort, all the pain, everything that you're going through, and then... Just to get here and just, you know, still just have a shot is, like, the greatest thing ever. Holy shit, man. I am, I, I'm going to say this a thousand times, but I'm a, I'm into your energy right now. Like, I'm being sucked in. We're, we're 3,000 miles apart, and I'm still, like, feeling it. Yes, sir, man. That's what I'm all about. Yeah, it's dude. Me, man. That's it. Like, I'm, it's so interesting that you say that, like, all the experiences, you know. I think a lot of the times I, I have this idea that, like, if I'm not getting experience, like, specifically in the industry that I'm in, then it's not as equally valuable but you're right like everything that happens to us it makes it, it builds us it really is it, it's it was different for me because like even how i ended up getting into entertainment wasn't in the traditional route and i think in my approach i mean if, if it's a cool if i just talk about that for a minute like in my approach i was i was a busboy oh wow at a restaurant literally i was a busboy at a restaurant and um i just kept checking out shows 
and hanging out at the restaurant, different venues, and come to find out, the owner loved music, so he started setting up, like, DJ nights and things like that, and from there, I was just being myself, made friends with these people, and, you know, in turn, from being at the bottom, you gotta think, like, being at the bottom, I was able to meet someone who was like, he's like, oh, I wanna come over to your house, I'm like, I have no idea who you are, bro, he's like, yeah, it's fine, I'll just come over, like, okay, come to find out, I mean, this guy, he's, he's, he's on a tour bus right now. He's driving from Portland, Oregon into LA as we speak. Dang. And like we're, we're texting back and forth. And he's like, yo, dude, I'm, I'm on my way from Delaware right now. I'm coming over, man. I'm like, oh, it's the same experience. But literally, I was I think I was at my lowest kind of points in those times. But I, I didn't think I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't have a passion. I didn't have anything. I was just going out and just working and just living my life. Dude. I didn't want to be near anybody. I didn't want to be friends with anyone. Wow. Because I, I didn't I felt like I didn't have a purpose because I wasn't helping anyone. I wasn't doing anything. Wow. And when that happened for me, like, I'm serious, like, all the experiences, it's like, even at the lowest point, it's, it's teaching you whatever it's teaching you for that time. Be humble, whatever it is. Get stronger. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but you just got to stay down until you come up, you know? That's <sighs> how it is. It's, it's, it's almost impossible, I think, in the moment to, like, have this kind of thought where you're like, this is meant for me. Like, whatever's happening, whether I agree with it or not, like, this is all leading to something. But I really do think, like, you know, experience is the greatest teacher. Like, you know, you... You really can't know until you live through shit, you know? Yeah, I would say that. All that being said, it's really, like, for me, it really just comes out of being optimistic. The people are so sick of me. It's so annoying. I'm the worst person to call for advice because I'll never tell you that it's just not going to work out. There's never, like, it's like, you know, someone hits me up, oh, do you think I should take this job? It's less money, do this and that. I'm like, oh, will it make you happy? Just do it, dude. Like, or, or get a side hustle, do this, do that. They're like, oh, no, I wasn't expecting that answer. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you should call the next person <laughs> for that. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever down and out. Like, I want everybody to win. Wow. So badly. Like, I just wish everybody would just pick their head up sometimes. Stop kicking themselves for where they're at and just say, look, yo, I'm going to, I'm if, if something's not happening, I'm going to make a small change. Wow. Every day, every day, little stuff, man. Wow, dude. I mean, <laughs> wow, we're firing right now. Like, I, I, I agree with that completely. Like, I... I mean, I'm I'm classic at that. I I'm really good. I'm I'm getting a lot better, but I'm really good at like kicking myself when I'm down. Just like making myself feel bad on top of already feeling like feeling bad for feeling bad. Like you know what I mean? I'll layer it on. And yeah. like it's like, "Whoa, this is I'm burying myself and nobody cares. Like nobody actually is everybody wants me to win like you're saying you know what i'm saying like and here i am just alone just like doing this to myself i'm like whoa wait a second i have way more control than this exactly yo bro i this is like this part part of what i do so in uh, it, working in talent management this is mainly you know what what my job entails a lot of times is creatives who have you they've hit a brick wall and obviously with covid this was a crazy time for all of us like yeah gig workers never picking up another guitar you know or never picking up another piano and yeah. change the profession going back to school to do something that they didn't really want to do they don't have another option people who went from you know 40,000 plays every two weeks to being homeless like sitting outside of radio studios like it's it's crazy and okay. that's the major thing I think right now is that everyone feels so powerless like I, I don't that for me is something I've never understood it's, it's always, like, the, those times when you're like, oh, like, I can't do this. Like, why me, this and that, oy vey, this and that. It's like, yo, that, that should be fuel to the fire, if anything. It's like, like, the fact that you're still saying that. Like, oh, come on. Like, I, I couldn't stress it enough. I get so fired up when I see these artists. Like, there's a young man. His name's uh, Walter. He's from uh, Southeast Texas. And all he wants to do is make music. And he's, you know, all oh, reads up to foster care. This young man's 30 years old. I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> Listen, brother, I get it. Like, I get it. You don't know who your dad was. I get it. 
I'm not trying to be insensitive at all. Like, I get it. I understand it. But maybe there was for, like, you know, maybe it was because you needed extra strength. Maybe you needed more focus. Use that somehow. Like, I can't I can't change anything for you, man. Like, there's nothing I can do. I can just be here to, you know, just tell you that, look, it's not the end. Like, okay, like, who do you have to blame for? Like, oh, like, you're not there. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Then who didn't who didn't finish or fall asleep with that goal? It's not me. That's not my job to do it. And I still can't do it for you. Right. I can just make you aware of it constantly. And you can be mad at me if that's what it takes for you to get where you need to go. If you just need to be mad at me, that's fine. Be mad at me all you want to. I will talk trash to your face until you're successful. Wow. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. That's a true Whatever manager takes, right man. there. True manager. That's that's the hardest thing. Like, you know, a lot of this work that I you know, that's been going on this last year, I think, especially because of COVID, like a lot of the internal work is like really being able to look yourself in the mirror and be like, listen, like, this is where I fall short. This is where I need help. Uh, let's push through it. Like, no more can we just, like, stay stuck in this, like, I am shit. I am not enough. I'll never make it. Like, that that's never going to get anybody anywhere. And, like, like you no. said, man, let's, let's, I think in addition to the self-work is, like, we also need to, like, join hands and, like, build each other up. Exactly, Chris. Like, that, that is the biggest thing. If, you, if you've noticed... In recent times, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm a real deep thinker, obviously. You know this, if you walk, you're... <laughs> I pretty much goes to hell. I want it all, man, I want it all. <laughs> so, in, in recent years, if you notice, like, everything has become about self. Everything that we've seen on the rise, like, even within our musical groups. You know, like, we don't hear about a young money anymore. We don't hear about an MMG anymore. We don't hear about, you know, your NWA. You don't hear about your Wu-Tang clans anymore. This, like, you know, the one, the one major one I would probably pick up right now that I can say is a group that I've known since probably about 2014 would be Brock Hampton and they're not known by anyone which is like okay all these people oh I know who PP Cocaine is I know who Trippy Red is I know Lil Dirk all these people we have no idea who they're associated with anymore that's a problem for me like mm. that's a major problem for me mm. like we, you don't even know who 6 9 is signed to unless you're a part of whatever's going on you just see the ruckus that he's causing that's an yeah. issue and, and I mean it's not just there it's across the entertainment board right like any entertainment news I any E that I've seen is probably what like uh Seth talking about uh, James Franco the recent like week. We don't even know what are they working on next. What's going on? Like I, I'm not in that circle per se. I don't want to come off saying, oh yeah, you know, I'm not educated. I'm not like I'm not looking for it. But either way, like globally, it's yeah. a thing. I don't look out for the person next to me anymore. And make sure that they're like on the in the same focal point that I am. They're pushed behind me a little bit. They're not in the same light. That's an issue for me. Yeah, that's a major issue for me. Like we we got to change that, and we're we're changing that. That's 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 the goal, you know. I think so. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's got to be the 60s all over again, for lack of a better phrase. Everybody love everybody. Love everybody. everybody just love everybody. They right? had something right, and then the government just basically shat all over it, but that's not going to happen whoa, second whoa, whoa, time around. Chris, you're going to get us banned off of uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> all of a sudden, the screen goes black. I never see you again. <laughs> a van pulls up, takes you into I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, it's it's a crazy time but like i said about myself like you know approaching 30 like also i really do believe, i feel it even like with the summer coming and just like i i just feel like there's this energy of moving forward like finally pushing through and like even though it's been a horribly bumpy terrible like could have been so much could have been avoided like we kind of fucked up a lot along the way like especially in the country but like i can feel the momentum pushing forward and i'm just like I'm almost addicted to that feeling and I'm like I need to find a way within myself to to normalize that to like regulate that momentum. 
I hear you, and that's I, Chris. You're you're speaking my language because people, you know, talk about things that they have issues with and addicted to. And I tell them like, oh, I'm addicted to like that that coming up on the end of the finishing a project, mm. and like you know that everything's right in place, and it's just like, and then it just happens. Yeah. Like, oh yes, that feeling every time. And then it's like ten months till the next one's done. So I'm like depressed for nine months. But, you know, that's that's what I'm working on now. The easiest way I think to overcome that, and what I'm learning personally. It's to meet more people, join hands with as many people so that you can be a part of nine projects done, you know, nine weeks back to back to back. Guess what? I just made it two months without a depressed episode. There you go. That's for you right there. Dang, there it is. There it is. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, you know, really tap in, dude. I'm, anything that I'm working on, anything you're working on, it's something that we need to just start sharing with each other, you know, looking to the person next to us, allowing us to really use our talents and our gifts to, like, you know, really shine, dude. Like, yeah. That's, I mean, there's no way else that you're going to be able to see all the stuff that you can do unless you begin working with more people. Like, even just within your friends, you know, it's mm. it's really tough. Like, we, we I don't I think we take everything for granted. I really do. It's it's even within our friend groups because I, I don't think that we do the due diligence to to bring each other up or our friends, even like the people we talk to every day. Which yes. Is, I mean, it's, it, it breaks my heart, but it's it's a sad reality of the world we live in. You know. Yeah. We it's it's time that we take responsibility. Like real real talk, it is. Um, you know, anybody, you know, you yourself, everybody included, anybody here, this is, you know, tap in with me, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here just to literally just to, just to be here and be myself. Literally, that's it. Yes. Um, and whatever I can do just to be supportive. If you need to get beat up, I'll beat you up. Uh, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I promise you I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So, Dude, that's... You know, I'm just excited for the change. And like you said, just with the progress and everything moving forward as we, we shift into... So, you know, the world opening back up, you know, it is, it's, it's our responsibility, you know, you know, one look after the other, uh, it's a message we've heard forever, you know, but to, to exercise that freedom to, to be a good person, you know, like if yeah. we can't use our freedom in other ways, then let's, let's overuse it in the areas that we can use it. Do you know what I'm saying? Amen to that, man. I mean, truly, I think like, you know, one of the overarching themes of like, you know, lessons learned from this time, I think is really just how precious life is. And like, mm. I think also like, you know, I find that we all experience traumas throughout our lives and I think that we like to feel individual in that struggle like we're the only ones going through something and like sometimes you need to feel that way to really go through it and really understand it and analyze it but I think you know the world suffered this trauma so at the very you know foundation we've all sort of gone through something this time has meant something very personal to all of us and the struggle and 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 the loss and everything and I think because of that maybe we can find a way to like really come together through that like shared, do a shared experience yeah you know and like, no other way. It's like i mean it's like woodstock it's literally like you know, yeah like, <laughs> like, come on like <laughs> it may not have been you know mud wrestling and doobies but i mean you know netflix and, and uh pillow forts will do for now if we can make something happen it's so true though you know i think like this idea of community i've been talking about it so much lately it's like it's a word that i never really i like you said i took for granted like the fact that i grew up in a neighborhood where like eight of the people in the neighborhood i all went to school with like we all grew like this whole idea of community it didn't make sense to me but i realized that like when you're in a neighborhood when you're you know your block or whatever like your town like you really yeah. can start there. You know what I mean? Like, you can start reaching out. Literally, oh, great minds, Chris. Great minds, because I'm saying, like, literally, <laughs> we were blessed with a, a beautiful community. I mean, even within our community, how connected we still are is actually insane to me. That yeah. you could pick up the phone, you could call me. Like, you, you, there's, I could think of 100 people right now I haven't talked to in 10 years. I could pick up the phone and just call them. They wouldn't be weird about it at all. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Like, I haven't, I haven't heard from them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
that's so rare, like, I, I, at least I think so. Yeah. Maybe not within every hometown, but we were all so close, even with every kid that went through middle school together. Yep. You know, I was late coming to middle school, and I still feel as if I'm, like, part of everything. Like, this is great. Like, this is wonderful, you know? So, I definitely, I mean, everything that we've learned is, it's, you know, it's high time that we really put it into practice, bro. It's, uh, you know, I know we didn't really talk too much about projects and other stuff that we have going on. It's just, you know, it's about the condition of the world, man. I'm just like, Phew. Yeah. People like movers and shakers, like, you, you know, yourself, you know, you always been a very infectious individual every type of emotion that you carry you've been very responsive with it i think very much of the time i met you you know wow, like, Chris thank you. Was funny. i thought it was funny <laughs> i really did because i mean like you, you show it on your face you're so expressive and then the acting everything else you did as well obviously i mean we, we didn't have it figured out back in the day obviously you're not supposed to Most you know, definitely. The, the older we get and the more you realize what you went through and like the responsibility that it carries I'm sure you give advice to young people all the time. Mm-hmm. When I hear the words coming out of my mouth, sometimes I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, that's why I went through that. Like, I literally am speaking directly to my younger self. Yeah. This is crazy. This is crazy. And it, But it, it registers because you've had to go through that. You've had to be so disciplined for so long. You've had to survive for so long. Yeah. You're not surviving anymore, dude. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're literally floating. We're, we're reaching that balance point. At 30, like you said, now we're going to start tipping that scale. You know, pouring back into the young the youth on our community. It's, you know, it comes down to young men like you and myself. We gotta band together, dude. Let's make this happen, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling your energy too, dude. I love <laughs> it. Silent assassin over here. <laughs> I know that's that's the that's the it right there, because you know, like you have always been so humble, but that idea of the silent assassin is like you're still getting the job done. Nobody knows about it, and then all of a sudden, whoa, Tim James, top of the mountain right now. Like, what the hell happened? And I'm just like, yeah, I've been churning the whole time. Like, I've been working Not hard. Soft. Yeah, but but it's good. Like this, you seem to have figured out some sort of secret magic because it's like the grind is real, the hustle is real, but it can get super exhausting. It can get draining, but you found a way to like replenish that almost, or even like like thrive off of of the hustle. Oh yeah, man. I dude, I I mean within myself, it's not easy. I don't want to. I go through my own struggles. I think everyone does. If if anybody says they're not struggling or they don't have things they deal with, it's not true. You know, I'm happy to talk about the stuff that I deal with. You know dealing with uh, alcoholism since I was like 15 years old that's that's a major thing for me I had to lose everything twice you know would I be willing to do it again not for the the same reason if that makes sense right you know it, it came down to deciding in myself like what, what is it for like what, why am I doing this you know they're, they're not the best thoughts I know you have them too you know like oh like uh, maybe what would happen if I wasn't here what, what does that help anybody but then at the same time like you have a gift I have a gift everybody has a gift and if like it's your job to figure out what it is and use it Right? And maybe as simple as, like I said, just me being me, that's fine. And that's what I had to figure out. I had to, I had to be okay with not having anything. I had to be okay with having everything. I had to be okay, like, literally hustling and making something happen every single day. Mm. It's different. It's just different, man. And, and, and the way that you do it, I think, is ultimately, you know, how you come out on the other side. And my job is literally just to show that, yeah, there's a positive way to come out on the other side. If you stay focused on what it is that you really want, on the other side, you come out exactly where you want to be. Wow. It's, it's that simple. Like, you know, I had... And there's times I still go through it all the time. You know, it's not, it's not, a, it's not over. You know, it's just, it's just the beginning. Yeah, no, beginning, no doubt, no doubt. I think like that's a that's an interesting little secret too. Is like we're not gonna cross a threshold where like all of a sudden life is great all the time and we don't struggle no. and we don't doubt and we don't you know put ourselves down. Like that stuff is always going to be a part of it. Failure, you know, is like it's yeah. a part of the journey. Like like you said, it's fuel to the fire. Like it's. It's meant for you. Like I think that success is not the only thing that is meant for us. You know what I mean? And so I think it's exactly. all part of it. And so if we can like appreciate, if we can learn to appreciate like and not take for granted the fact that like we're alive, 
we're human beings that are alive and therefore like therefore we get to feel all this shit we get to experience all this shit like we get to go through it like we're not like a turtle you know what i mean like this is a great gift being who we are yeah Oh man, you're spot on, bro. Oh, you fired up too, huh? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> but like you, you embody this thing so well, and I can, I can just see how how well you work with clients and stuff. Cause I, I just, I can feel it. Cause like, I've been saying to myself, like, life is essentially our life is what we tell ourselves it is. It's exactly. all about perspective, right? Like it's all about the narrative that I create for myself. I can see the same thing that somebody else does, but I tell myself it's this and they tell themselves uh-huh. it's that. And like I can live my purpose more fully if I am, you know, creating this rhetoric that like I believe in myself. What I want, I will achieve. Like success doesn't mean just one there's not one version of it. You know, like it's it's Yeah. I realized like I really got to get up in the morning and like actually if it takes actually speaking those words out to myself in the mirror like do it because like that's what creates the habit it's, it's whatever it takes it's whatever it takes and it's it's for you it's for nobody else it's mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite too is doing something embarrassing that's something I do some of my, one of my favorite artists I didn't teach him this he just did this so uh, when i first moved out to la obviously i had to get to know the studios and everything in the area so i'm going around i'm interviewing at different places you know touring different places and there's one spot that i really wanted to check out right so i call up this artist like hey he's from new jersey he's out in la i'm like hey man there's a spot i want to check out i know you had a track you wanted to drop let's do you mind if we you know go record at the studio no problem so you get to the studio right everything's ready i'm in the other room with the engineer and <laughs> guy turns around starts doing jumping jacks in the studio <laughs> so we're all weirded out like oh, what is this guy doing he drops down to 25 push-ups we're like yo what is going on we just like missed the billy blanks like movie going on in there or something like that no i'm serious he gets up off the floor and does the whole song in one take wow i was like yo like wait time out like wait wait he was like yo, you want to do that again he goes no nah, run it back i'll do the ad-libs we're good i was like oh wait time out <laughs> One take, one take. So I asked him, I was like, dude, what was that that you did? He goes, dude, every morning I get up or any time I feel like I'm getting anxious, I go in front of a group of people and I do something crazy. Yeah. Like I'll jump up and down, scream at the top of my lungs and just shake my hands by my head. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, but it's very real. You have to shake it up so that you can look to your own perspective. It's like, I'm, dude, I mean, obviously, oh, goodness gracious, you're, you're getting me, uh, you're getting me talking. I'm man. into <laughs> it, I'm into it. That's the point. <laughs> very much, it's, it's, it's very much, um, it's different too because, your mindset, like you have to shake up that mindset. Like you, you did not experience what your parents experienced. Agreed. Mm. Agreed. Okay, so like our default is what they taught us. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. So even shaking up anything that we know, sometimes really you got to shake it up because there's some things that you unlearned. Okay, like you know, get back to who you are. Get yeah. this gracious. You know? yeah. You're not who they are. You're who you are. Mm. <laughs> but that's very much like. I mean, it's. it's it's something we do, man. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. It's conversations, man. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, can we just wake up sometimes? Yeah. Wake up for your own person. Like, I see some of these people. I don't want to, you know, point fingers at anybody that I know personally. You know, but, you know, they turn around, they have a kid, and they turn into their their parent. Like, literally, it's, the Geico commercials right now are hilarious. To me. <laughs> that guy who's like, no, don't turn into your parents. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny because it's so true though. But it's like, oh, you were your own person. You were raised to do something different. Why are we? Why are you going to stagnate our whole generation? Yeah. Or turn it around. And, like, living the same 20 years over again the same 40 years over again like like, come on now that's it that's it that's it like almost like almost like you know i don't 
why why are we simplifying life so so you know just like why are we putting it in this little tiny container and just like this is where i live we don't, don't want to learn we don't want to do the work we don't want to work on ourselves we don't want to be better we don't we don't care as long as we can get through the day we don't care yep we don't care enough yep unless it's affecting us directly to the point where our everyday life's changed we don't care enough Dude, that really is, don't. that's the truth. That is the truth. I'm turning into a rant. I sound like Bill Burr right now. I didn't mean it. I promise. <laughs> I don't mean it like this at all. I love people so much. I am a servant leader. That is yes. my title. <laughs> yes, 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 you are. You I, are. I'm here. Use me as, as, as you will. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. You know. Honestly, what that does for me too is like, it removes a lot of the bullshit pressure that I put on myself. These expectations that I create, like, oh, I got to be here. I got to do this. Oh, by 30, I should be fill in the blank, you know, like. Fuck yeah. that, man. Like, you're way too self-absorbed, you know? <laughs> like, Oh, man. Like, I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, I could not have said it better myself. And mm -hmm. I think that part of, you know, shaking free for me is anytime someone, like, talks to me, it's like I immediately assume this persona of what I learned, you know? But it's not who I am. That's, not, that's really not who I am. Yeah. The, un the undue pressure that we put on ourselves. That's not ourselves either. That's what we heard about ourselves for however long. Yep. That's not, like, what we know that we can do. And like you said, oh, that, oh that's perfect, bro. That is amazing. Like, yo, I couldn't have said it better. Coming from that area, just to see, like, yo, how I can help, it changes the game. It, it does. changes the game for sure. Because, like, you, like you said, oh, wow. Yeah. I do that to myself as well. I put a lot of pressure on myself. And when I don't when I don't live up to the expectation I place on myself, and then I'm twice as hard. Yep. Like you talked about, like, picking yourself on your death. So I completely get that, man. Yeah. Got to shake yourself up, man. I love that. <laughs> you know, I, I love what you said about shaking stuff up, like, questioning, like, that whole idea. It's like, that is absolutely a necessary piece of life like you know because if you're not doing that then you're not like you're not secure in your understanding and your beliefs you're not making sure that like what you say and do and how you behave is like truly genuinely yours or not just like a reflection of what you see and like nowadays we consume so much bullshit that it's like hard to know what is ours you know exactly it's it i mean it's just it's knowing your identity having that identity being comfortable with that identity living with yourself getting to know yourself it's it's all part of that and i mean Oh gosh, this oh, this this conversation going we're out of control. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, for sure, it's, it really and your foundation's not shaking when somebody comes up to you and tells you you're a loser. Right. Somebody tells you you're making a million dollars a year. Someone tells you that oh, like you should be driving this, you should be living in that. Like what? Like what? Like oh, that's not my identity. Like maybe, maybe my identity is to drive a 1986 Honda Civic for the rest of my life. There you, you go. <laughs> Right, this, right. This is part of my aesthetic. Like, this is who I am. This is my identity. <laughs> who are you to tell me otherwise? Who are you to set that standard for me? Growing up, I, I was in a really, like, strict household. My dad is a pastor. My dad, his dad before him was a pastor. Wow. You can imagine double generations, two different areas, obviously, and wasn't necessarily a major thing in my house, I would say. Like, obviously, the whole house went to church, everything like that. Within my parents, it wasn't as if, you know, my dad walked around with the Bible, you know, clubbing people on the back of the head. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that. Okay, what are you doing? You know, one of those parent parental looks from across the room. So, right. you know, when I went to public school and got out, you know, I just wanted to experience everything, see movies, everything, and I probably started drinking. This might have been about 15 years old, and uh, it followed me all throughout my life. Mm. Uh, really, in a college, I began to really lose myself, I think, probably into my second year. I, I mean, if you remember, I played soccer. That's the only thing I was good at ever mm. in my life. And so when I went to college, it was the only thing I had. It wasn't school. It wasn't, you know, girls, cars, money. It was literally one thing. Soccer is my, my religion, so to speak. And when I lost that, I began drinking heavily. I think I was drinking every day. We were, we would, at least in college, you could find a party four or five days a week, you know, and it's yeah. acceptable. And then, you know, a couple years of that, I ended up going down to Florida and I dropped out of college. I got kicked off the team and 
Uh, my dad wouldn't let me come home. Uh, you know, it's a tough time. So I, I called my mom. She was living in Florida. I ended up moving down there for a bit and getting a job. It didn't change my, it didn't change my behavior at all. I just <laughs> moved locations. Oh, wow. And, you know, started working. So I, I was working a job as a lawn technician. I was making really good money for a 20-year-old. It was, like, the best I could say. You know, buy a brand-new car, paying off loans, everything like that. Hmm. Just, you know, feeling untouchable, just based on a corporate-level job position. Sure. And um, I caught a DUI in the April of 2014. Wow. I was 20, I'm just about 21 years old. I think I couldn't have been like long after that. And afterwards, you know, get spending the night, weekend in jail, and a couple other things like that. You just thought I learned my lesson. Well, I didn't. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sure enough, uh, well, unfortunately, uh, the August after I got that DUI, so I got the DUI in April, that August, my father passed away. Oh, when she and I were at Oz, like I'm in college, everything. We're not working, we haven't worked anything out. Passes away. You can imagine how much worse that made things once I was, you know, I left Florida, took care of the fines, everything. Or I didn't even take care of the fines. I think I just left wow. at one point. I couldn't, I couldn't get a license for years, bro. Like, it was, oh, man, bro. I just moved back to Philly and made every excuse in the book to continue what I was doing. Wow. And I worked several jobs. I was still successful, like, mildly. You know, district manager positions, different odd jobs here and there. And the whole time, I was just getting caught, getting blacked out. I was smoking. I was doing everything. And even with the opportunity, when it came along, when I started in music management, I was getting wasted, Chris, oh, like, wow. every day. I mean, after work, I think I was taking a, a double shot of vanilla vodka and 151 rum mixed together at Damn. the end of every night, and then would go home and get wasted. You know, I was at the bottom of a bottle every single night, and then uh, I got mixed up with the wrong people. I was still mildly successful. That was a problem. That was a problem. I was still mildly successful. It just it just got out of hand to the point where I didn't want to be near anybody. I was just drunk all the time. Ten months I lost in my life. Like, uh, can't remember anything for the most part. Blacking out, and then... um. In May of 2018, you know, things started to go a little sideways for me. I was just, it was just too much. Just too much. I just wanted to run away. I just wanted to not exist. You know, I was, I was engaged to a, a young lady, and, uh, you know, I, my life just wasn't what I expected it to be. You know, I'm 20, it's probably, let's see, how many years is it? Two years ago? 25? 25. I pretty much think I got it figured out. I got two businesses, you know, I got uh, a fiance, this and that. I'm, wow. I just wanted to run away from it. I just wanted to run away from it all, so I did, you know, I just... Just went to family's house and started, you know, hanging out at the couch. Just wanted to get away from the city. I just needed to get away. And, um, it was a really tough time. Didn't know what to do, you know. What do you do if you're not drinking and stoned and, you know, drugged out all the time? Yeah. So I started uh, started helping out in the community at the church and things like that. Because, well, I, I mean, I love food. So we started, uh, my brother, like, he called call my brother. He's like my older brother. He um, was doing a, an outreach ministry in Camden, New Jersey. Okay. So I started going and doing that every day with work. You know, after a couple months, got a job. You know, I was working, so I just became completely absorbed and just, you know, just helping people, whatever wow. I could do, whether it was clothing drives, food drives, whatever it was. Like, I was just busy with that, and then I got back into working out, and I just got my strength back. I started replacing one thing at a time. Like, it was really, it was not an overnight thing, you know, three years of just, you know, <laughs> focusing on one day at a time, like one day at a time. Two years, you know, go by, and, you know, I decided to move back down to Florida with my mom and was there for a few months, and then welcome, welcome March, right, you know? <laughs> COVID happened. Wow. I'm like, this is wonderful, but, you know, I was in a better, way better position than I had ever been in my life, so wow. I said, you know what, I think it's time to, like, really get serious, because this means something to you, so, you know, I decided, uh, you know, in June to move out to L.A., you know, still dealing with the same issues, you know, you get locked up in quarantine, man, you deal with your demons, like, that's not, that's not a joke, <laughs> yeah. ain't nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was, it was a rough couple months, I'll be honest. Okay. There was a couple months that, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was snuggled up with a nice handle. Wow. I mean, completely transparent. It, it happens. You know, I didn't know. We didn't. Knew, nobody knew what to happen. I'm like, do I buy a gun? Do I? I don't know. What, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um. 
it, to be able to, to decide, no, this is what I want with my life. I had to pick up. I had to replace something else. This isn't the life that I want to live. I don't want to keep going through this cycle. So I'm going to change something else. I'm going to replace it. It wasn't the move itself. It was, no, I'm going to not work for anybody. I'm going to I'm going to get serious about the business. Yeah. So I did. Came out here and, you know, ever since, it's, it's been up and down. It has been. It's been a full year. You know, some tough times. I mean, anybody dealing with you know, alcoholism or things like that or any type of drug abuse, things like that, it's, I get it. It's not easy. It's just, it's, I don't even know what to call it. I'm not, I'm not through the woods yet. Yeah. I deal with this, you know, like all of my friends, are, they, they continue to help me. And you, you got to like talk about it one. You got to understand you got an issue. You know, you, and you, you have to address it. You ha- you can't just stop. It doesn't just happen with stopping. You got to replace it with something that, that fuels you more. Wow. Like, and, and, and I task you with finding out what that is. I task you whoever it is. You know what I mean? Like task you with finding out what is it that gives you more passion and you enjoy doing more that has more meaning to you than wasting your time doing whatever it is you're doing there. Whatever temporary feeling you get the next morning that you have to go through that cycle again, what is it that gives you more pleasure than doing that? Find it. You know, I, don't, I don't pretend to be, you know, anything. I'm, I'm not, you know. And, yeah. you know, anyone who knows me, they'll say the same thing about me. So it's, you really got to trust the people that you have in your life, too, as well, you know. If they're saying if they're saying enough is enough, you know, it's probably a lot, lot longer than enough is enough. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm, I'm happy I went through it. At the same time, I am happy that I, I went through it. Yeah, yeah. I know how I'm capable of. I know how strong I am. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I know where I stand. And look, if you need somebody, you need somebody to help be here to support. Like I said, that's what I'm, that's what I'm here for, literally. Yeah. That's why I'm here. My clients call me all the time, bro. They call me nonstop. I had a phone call at 12:30 yesterday a.m. Like yesterday, yesterday morning, or the night before. 12 a.m. All the time. It doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter. Like I don't. I like to extend that. You can add my phone number to this chat as well. I don't. Or I really don't mind. I'm. That's what I'm here for. Because. I know what I'm capable of, and I know that I got through it. So, you know, I'd like to encourage everybody else. You know, it's like just, I mean, if you feel like you can't beat it, then replace it, you know? Yes. <laughs> that could be my message, because that's how I did it. <laughs> if you feel like you can't beat it, you got to replace it with something like something that you care about more. Dude. You know, whether it's family, whatever it is, whatever, however you spend that time, you got to replace it. You know what I mean? It's 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 really about caring. It's really about caring. It's, it comes full circle because you know why? A lot of people don't care about themselves. It's like they're really insecure. They hate themselves. They got all these issues and problems. Care enough about yourself at least. That's why I get so upset earlier. Like, yo, nobody freaking cares. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's not. It's not. It's not easy. It's not like you can just pick yourself up and walk out there, do what you were gonna do anyway. Yeah. You'd have done that if you could. You know, it's, it really comes down to, okay, like, what is it today that I want to do that's better for myself than what I did yesterday? Sounds so cliche, but realistically, that's literally how I do it throughout my days. How it started, I'm not going to drink, like, or even, like, i got to get really specific. It's me, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to drink liquor today. I'll have a beer, and I'll do 10 push-ups. <laughs> okay? There like, you go. I'm, I'm literally, literally, in terms of replacement, that same time that I was going to go out with the boys, whatever, we're going to get wasted. No, no, no. I'm gonna get a, we're going to get a six-pack. Everybody's going to get two beers, and we're going to go get a workout in. You know, we're going to go work out, then we'll have two beers afterwards. I said, everybody go home. Because I care enough about myself. That's I care it. About me. That's I it. know what it's going to turn into. If I, come on now. I care enough about me, and I care enough about you, too. If I'm not at my best, I'm not helping you. Or it's not that I need to do anything. I just need to be my best for you because I'm looking out for you then. Oh, man, we do some work right now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because no, this is, this is, oh, I needed this today, too, man. Good. This is all stuff that I deal with on a day to day basis. So, um, yeah. I mean, that, that's outside of work. Like, this is, this is a funny stuff. <laughs> It's uh, 
And like I said, man, it's just getting started, brother. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, the world gets bigger and bigger, especially with things opening back up. Uh, yeah. I mean, a little bit for work. I do um, work on the side. I'm not completely, uh, uh, how do you say, self-employed. I do. I work as a, uh, a private event host out here in, uh, oh, in L.A. Sick. So we get to meet a lot of cool people doing like the the album release parties and the, uh, you know, different type of fashion shows and stuff. It's very cool. Dang. Very cool. And I just, as things are opening back up, I, I didn't have this when I was here in L.A. at the beginning. So now wow. I'm like, oh, this is, this is amazing. This is wild. Wow. It's unreal, bro. And I'm good there's other people that really, uh, you know, they've gone through it and they, they continue to be strong. They continue to push. And then they, then they hold the line. Like you said, let's get to that line. You know, there's, there's, Plenty of people out here, especially you, man, just holding that line of, you know, positivity, that, that influence, that consistency, you know what I mean? Like, everyone needs to see that. So the more that we have of that, the easier it gets for us to replicate. Yes. So I'm, I'm just, dude, I'm super thankful for you and the work that you're putting in right now as well, you know? Dude, thank you, man. I mean, likewise, I think, you know, like you said, just doing that consistent work every single day, believing in yourself, like taking the pressure off, giving yourself the time and energy and love that you deserve and just Literally. doing what you love, like just doing what brings you joy. Do it, do it, do you it. You know, like do just, it. Oh, that, just... That job pays you $300 left a month, but you want to try something new, do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. And yeah. It's not worth you like being upset about it for six months. Yeah. Do it. And this is, you know, and that's what, I, yeah, and that's what I was kind of thinking about too is like we love to just like, be so si simple. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but just like so well, no, confined, you know, we like, like we like to be we like to be miserable. We like to have something to complain about. Yeah. We love it. It's just nothing more in this world. I wish there was more I could complain about right now. I really do. It'd be, it'd be a great time at a pity party. I would love that right now. How much time you got? Right. That's my favorite response. To say that. Hey, you doing all right? How much time you got? Like not. <laughs> Anybody trying to hit all that? You know what that? I have, I have nothing to complain about. Yeah. Nothing, I have, uh, there is absolutely nothing I could complain about. You know, you know why, I, like, you know why, like, now I'm, I'm realizing, like, you're so, you're just killing the game right now because, because of that, because it's like, what happens when you complain and you worry and you commiserate and you talk and you stress, like, that is a lot of energy and attention and time put into that. And it's almost, it's exhausting. Like, you get to the other end of that and you're like, whoa, but you haven't done shit. You haven't done anything productive. But you you remove all that negativity, all that whatever complaining, and now you have free time to actually get shit that you want done. Like, and that that I'm realizing is the key right there. It's like you're not wasting your time and energy because it takes a lot of energy to live in that headspace. I don't. I get rid of it. I, you know, it's only that optimism, man. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna it'll work. Gotta figure something out. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, this this everything went wrong. It's all good. We'll figure it out. Like what? No, 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 no. You didn't hear me. Everything went wrong. No, no, it's fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Everything went wrong. We'll figure it out. It's fine. <laughs> you know. If I did have a complaint, it's that I couldn't live my life without actually working and spend all my time with my family. Yeah. <laughs> Realistically. Yeah. Just hang out, do nothing, and like literally be okay. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> go to the beach every day. You know, yeah. hang out with my niece and my nephew and play in the sand. You know, you know what I mean? Not yeah, to dude. Complain about that. Yeah. So, you know, but that's what I'm working for right now. Most definitely. I want that, you know what I'm saying? Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. We 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 got to operate within somewhat within the realm of reality that we exist in. <laughs> Everything else though, we're above that, bro. We are living above that that noise. <laughs> so moving forward with your career and stuff and being more self-employed and as you move through with that, like what's sort of like what's the goal like, you know what I mean? Or at least short term, maybe not like, you know, the end result, but oh. Well, yeah, short, short term right now, I'm working with uh, a few artists and things like that, just kind of getting their, their imaging and their branding down, and from there, it's really about 
just working and start getting them booked. It's, just, it's really about training, brother. It's like uh, mm. career training, career, like life coaching. So uh, there's a young man that I work with. He's super talented. He goes by uh, Marcus Daniels. He's, he's super talented. And he and I, we just, we just work together, literally, like all, every day, every week. We just get together, you know, just kind of take another step forward. So wow. for me, that's really what it's about. My, my, uh, my trajectory is a little bit different than most people. I'm not, you know, really set to be, uh, you know, like a millionaire, billionaire, whatever. It's not, it's not, like, it's not how I decide to find success anyway. Yeah. Money's great. Sure. Money's wonderful. Like, I love money. But my short-term goal really is just to kind of get my guys ready for, uh, for summer touring, festivals, you know, winter festivals, you know, just kind of get them in, in the right headspace and just develop them to where, you know, when the time comes, they're just ready. So, wow. uh, in terms of long-term goals, it's, I mean, it's about building the name, you know, like, uh, LMP is a, as a company, you know, Lethal Minor Prodigies, really just focusing on, uh, you know, the best of the best. It's like, you know, this mindset of, of being better not only for yourself, the people around you. It's, it's as, as an artist, as a creator, you, you carry a, a different responsibility with, with your art, with your, with your expression. Mm. It's, it is, it is free to give out. You also have to be wary of what you're putting out there. Mm. My job is really just get these guys prepared and ready in the right headspace for, you know, whatever projects they have coming up, whatever performances they have coming up, you know, for the long term. Just, it's almost like creating a, a school of, uh, of, you know, proper, proper yeah. talent where they come out there, you know, bodies are ready, minds are ready, you know, and they, they understand, they got a, a pretty good grasp of what it takes to be, what it takes to be, you know, light bearer in this time, realistically. Wow. 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 Yeah. I mean, that's incredible because I really feel like the more that you can build up the individual, that's going to, I mean, like, you know, real art is expression, right? Like any kind of art, it's, it's individual expression. So if you can, if you can tap into that individual first and build yeah. them up and fill them up with, you know, positivity and encouragement and like purpose, then that's, exactly. that's automatically going to be reflected in the art that they create. And like, exactly. that's incredible, that's man. Good. That's the goal, man. That's what you know. That's what I'm putting my work in for now. You know, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm happy to share this. You know, it's it, you know freedom, dude. You know, it's all about that freedom. You know, you can't you can't stand bondage in your minds anymore. It's, you know, it's, you can't like being in prison in your own mind is so redundant, dude. Like, <laughs> how do I free myself? I don't know. Use your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know. I don't know when that happened, but everybody just sort of jumped on board that train. Like, yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll stress myself out till I die. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, we, we know what it was. It's, you know, obviously social media, everything, what, what we're showing and what we're seeing, you know, that's why the really reason I'm happy to talk about it. Cause you know, you look at my pictures, all oh, this guy's doing great. Yeah. He's wonderful. <laughs> so I'll go live on Instagram every day. You know, I'm not putting my whole, I'm not putting my whole life on there. No, for sure. But I'll talk about it. You want to sit down? You want to talk about, you know, what's going on in my life? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's, where, that's, where, that's, that's an intimate conversation, you know? Yes. Other than that, it's like, yeah, like, yeah, am I winning? Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to we need to have both though we need to have like that representation online and what you see in social media and blah 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 it's it's a form of inspiration yeah. i think if you let it be but exactly. but we also need to have this real human connection like face to face or at the very least phone to phone like we need to encourage yeah, I that I, would, I wouldn't do it any other way i wouldn't share that if, if like a lot of people they fall into the trap of creating this like online persona and they uh they become that person. Right. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe in that, obviously. Like, I don't think that's, like, that's, that's not what you use social media for. I use social media to, like, you know, spark conversation. It's supposed to be, a, like, literally, like a virtual clubhouse, so to speak. So, right. You know, in that space, yeah, like, we can all share these things. It's, I had, it's actually funny. I, I had a meeting with one of my investors uh, maybe back in, 
I want to say January. Okay. And we're down, we're just grabbing lunch and, you know, I'm meeting people. I'm just being very friendly. I, I, if you ever go out with me, I, most, I talk to everyone. Most <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I talk to everybody. If, you, if you're two tables near me, your, your table's now part of my table. Let's all <laughs> enjoy a good time. Um, I'm sitting down there, right? And I meet people, I'm getting Instagrams. Now I probably picked up maybe like 15 people's Instagrams around. It's not nothing really crazy. Yeah. I leave my, it's okay, you must have like 10,000 followers on Instagram. No, no, I have, I have 500 followers on Instagram. Right. Because you're lying. I was like, no, I'm dead serious. I have 500 followers on Instagram. He goes, you're lying. I'm like, no, I just watched you get 10. You only have 500. I'm like, yeah. I go, the difference between me and everybody else out here and a lot of these people who have 10,000, 15,000 followers. So I can go to any one of my followers right now and I, I, I could message them personally and it wouldn't be weird. I know them individually. I know them personally. And I can interact with them on that level. Yeah. It's like we, we miss that sometimes too. It's like, yo, people don't think about social media that way. Like, okay, like, you, and you notice it too. Like, you can see the genuine profiles versus big profiles, things like that. Yep. So I, I, yeah. I use it for business. I use it in a way that I'm not, like, I'm not out here pretending that I'm somebody that I'm not. No, it's just, it's a platform. I'm going to use the platform. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's so, you it's, and, and it's just another way to get sort of caught up in stuff that doesn't really matter to st- to feel like you're active, but you're not actually productive. And that, that's part of that. that that's what I even was wondering why I said that, but that's, we all decided, okay, like, yeah, I'm just going to glued to my screen and yeah. allow that to my happiness level. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the, the creativity, it's the imagination. Uh, it's basically the death of imagination as its own because you don't have to theorize about anything for the most part anymore unless it's not on the internet. Wow. Unless you're creating something completely new, you, you have the answer to it. Oh, how do I make a bomb at home? I can Google that. Right. I feel like, well, obviously smartphones made us dumb, right? Right. You don't have to look anything up. So w- without a phone, right? It forces us to really create something new. It's very important that you can come up with an original idea, right? Like, that that's the whole goal. Even in movies, it's all like a lot of it's replications. I'm happy with the time that we spend in quarantine because it looks like a couple of people got a spark of imagination. <laughs> you know, just being stuck in one spot. If that's what it takes, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very much true, and I see that. Because these kids, they don't, they don't have any ingenuity in certain ways. It's, it's just... I don't know, it's like the next fastest thing, like the next efficient thing. It's not about reinventing anything differently. My memory of like the town that I grew up in and and that we grew up in, like and, and the school that we went to and stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, Tim James, like you were legit maybe one of a handful of people of color. And like, I think back on that, like that sort of, perpetuated my understanding of like what normal life is it's like it's white it's it's you know it's it's jewish or it's christian it's like it's these it's this suburban development like i i've sort of gone back and and sort of unlearned a lot of the stuff that i felt was safe or normal or you know right and like I i don't know even what the question is i guess maybe just like what was that experience like like it was it was a little different for me we moved to we moved to Richboro in nineteen ninety seven. In that time, I was still going to private school in the city. Okay. So I was I was it was the opposite where I went to private school, if you would believe it or not. It was all black kids, and there was one white kid. Okay. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> when I begged my dad to let me go to middle school, <laughs> sure, culture shock. Everybody <laughs> was white, and I was the one black kid. So I mean, I, was, I honestly, I walked in. I I was terrified. I think uh, first person to talk to me was uh, Brendan McCormack, actually. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. You know, just kind of growing up in that area, we had to deal with different coaches, different areas. If you know, like, the Ukrainians, the Russians, the Italians in the area, yeah. playing sports. And 
having kind of the hard nosed dads, you know, <laughs> the tough baseball dads screaming at the fence, you know. Uh, you know, but in, in a sense, he's 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 saying things that maybe are not like culturally acceptable. Yeah. I think I remember the first time I think I walked onto a field and the guy was he was commenting on my physical stature. I was kid. I just, 
we it, it, our neighborhood wasn't forced to learn about it, man. Yeah. We weren't forced to learn about it. You yeah. know, um, we had to read A Raisin in the Sun. We had to read Witness. We had to read To Kill a Mockingbird. Like, do you understand the plight of those situations? Do you understand the plight in To Kill a Mockingbird? Like, my dad was writing letters to the school superintendent. Like, we're reading Witness? Like, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're reading A Raisin in the Sun. Like, this is, this is your American... This is your American... Literature curriculum right. for my kids. He's the only black kid in this class, and you want to read those three books for this year? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What can you possibly teach my son? What can you teach my kid? Yeah. So I mean, it's like you, you take everything with a grain of salt, you know. I was, I mean, I was hyperactive, and I was not there to learn. Yeah. <laughs> I look back, <laughs> and, you know, I look at it now. It's obviously it's a, it's a social issue. It's yeah. it's major. At the time, I was not really even paying attention to it at all. I think back on it now, I'm like, dang, like, that's like. Can you imagine that? Like, there's no black teachers in our school district, and that's the books that we were reading. And, I mean, it was it was interesting. I just It doesn't make sense to me. I don't think that anybody can really rationalize that either. Yeah. And so, like, for me to say that, you know, I would have expected, you know, the area that we lived in to be super progressive, no. <laughs> not at all, no way. No yeah. way. As much as, as much as I care, and I think people are nice, people are great, it's not. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 I mean it's really messed up, because I even picked up some of the stuff that, you know, you, you know kids were learning. You know, I, I have some... Uh, some stigmas and prejudice that I picked up from living there, you know? It's like, I'm like, dang, like, wow, like, I really grew up that way. Like, yeah. Like, I, think I'm, I think I'm racist. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure I'm racist. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I mean... I, I mean, I say it jokingly, but in a very serious way. It's it's all that we knew, all we learned from, you know, the examples. And I really was blessed to be able to have the church, to be honest. With my dad having that church in the city, I think, was my saving grace. To be able to interact with other, like, you know, other young black kids who were my age. You know, to, to, to have those connections. If I didn't have that, I, I definitely would have turned out a little bit differently trying to prove something of, of who I was, you know, in, in the, the town that we grew up in. You know, like proving something to somebody for whatever reason. You yeah. literally rose from all of that and, like, ascended into the person that you are right now. So, like... Dude, I'm, I mean, I'm doing it. I'm, like, I'm not doing it for myself. It's, and that's say, you know, let's say put off for my city. <laughs> Not really the toughest thing I can say. Yeah, I'm doing this for Rich Bro, man. I'm doing this for Kenzie Rock. <laughs> two one five, baby, two one five. <laughs> yeah, Northampton in the house. What's up? <laughs> Put your hands up. Oh man, but it really is. It really is. You know, if I could be an example to anybody, or you know, really just you know, just just be out here. You know, just live my life with purpose and for other people. There, that's that's really what I'm here for. And so, Chris, this is like. Oh, man, I, I, I was so excited for this this week. <laughs> me too, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Chris Karen, man, Yes. No, I, I, I am of you as well. Like no doubt, like this, if nothing else, like this between you and me right here today is like this is gonna push me forward to to the next checkpoint that I need to be at. Like, and that, that's just what we gotta keep doing. Like holding each other accountable, pushing each other, like wanting the best for each other, man. Like you ever need anything? Like I know we're far apart, but come on, like add me to the list, bro. Add me to the list. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. Oh, I really appreciate you. Absolutely. Till till next time. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, take care. Have the best day. Like, well, let's talk soon. Definitely, Chris. Thank you for your time, brother. Dude, thank you so much. Thank you, brother. All right, peace.
Thank you all for listening, and I hope, like me, you are motivated to be free in your mind and discover more about who you are and what gifts you can share with the world. Having Tim on was an absolute joy, but uh, listening back to our conversation, especially towards the end, I am reminded that I had blinders on for most of my life. And like we discussed, you know, where we grew up was a great neighborhood. You know, good schools, good people, people that meant well, but ultimately were sheltered from the rest of the world, from seemingly anything going on outside the suburban bubble that they had worked hard to get in. And that's the tricky part. Sometimes we work so hard to make it there, make it wherever we're trying to get to, that we focus less and less on what we give up and who we become as a result. Sadly, a lot of times, as we shrink that bubble of security and comfort around us, our minds shrink along with it, and our attention span, our compassion, and even our ability to relate to other people. And as we become king or queen of this imaginary mountain of self-importance, the temptation to look down on others is inescapable. But we have to try to understand one another. We have to be open to that and aware, as much as we can be, of all that is happening around us, especially outside the bubbles we've found ourselves in. In that exploration outside of ourselves, of our communities, of our opinions, although at first potentially uncomfortable, can always spark growth. And maybe in that pursuit we can remove the pressure we've put on ourselves to live a certain way, to have a certain life better by comparison than other lives. We're all just people trying to do the very best we can with what we've been given. Wouldn't it all be a bit easier if we just did it together? Thanks again for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast, write comments and reviews, and share with family and friends. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah.